Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Do you remember a time you worked hard to achieve a goal? You probably felt really proud, right? It's good to give ourselves a pat on the back when we accomplish something, to toot our own horn. But in today's story, our main character doesn't just toot that horn. He blows it so hard, it breaks. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called Little Frog's Big Voice. Versions of this tale come from the Aboriginal peoples of Australia. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this folktale, including Alex Brightman and Delon Burnside. You grown-ups might know Delon Burnside from Pride Land on PBS and Pose on FX. And theater fans may recognize Tony Award nominee Alex Brightman from such Broadway musicals as School of Rock and Beetlejuice. So circle around, everyone, for Little Frog's Big Voice. If you visit the country of Australia and you have some change jingling in your pocket, you might notice that the back of the 10-cent coin shows a picture of a most splendid bird. This most splendid bird has a most splendid tail, shaped like the ancient Greek stringed instrument known as the lyre. As a result, the bird is called the lyrebird. And lyrebird has a most splendid gift, the ability to mimic, to imitate, just about every sound it hears in the forest. From the warble of the brush turkey to the flute-like song of the magpie. From the squeaks and grunts of the koala to the barks and howls of the dingo. Now, when Lyrebird isn't imitating other animals, he has a beautiful voice of his own. And long, long ago, in the earliest times, Lyrebird always kicked off his days by sitting beside a crystalline pond. La, 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 la. And singing. La, 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 la. One sunny morning, while Lyrebird was singing his heart out, he noticed a ripple in the pond. Suddenly, a tiny green creature popped out of the water, hopped onto a lily pad, and then sat there, staring at Lyrebird with big, bulging eyes. Well, good morning, little one. The small green creature didn't answer. It just puffed out its chest and kept staring. Um, I haven't seen you around this stream before. Who, might I ask, are you? What do you call yourself? Again, the creature didn't respond. Well, my name is Lyrebird. 
I got that name from my tail. See how the brown and silver feathers fan out like a lyre? This time, the green critter nodded. Ah, so you do understand me. Good. But I take it you don't talk. The green critter shook its head. And I'm assuming you don't sing? Once more, the green critter shook its head. Well, I, for one, spend my entire day singing. And not just my own song, but the songs of pretty much everyone else in the forest. So, uh, no offense, little buddy, but I'm not sure you and I will get along so well. See you around, though. Lyrebird was about to turn and walk away, for lyrebirds, you see, are ground-dwelling birds, when he suddenly heard... Lyrebird? A voice. Just where do you think you're going? Lyrebird stopped in his tracks. The voice belonged to the great creator spirit, and you never ignored the super-powerful creator of all things. Well, creator spirit, I'm going away. I tried chatting up this brand new critter here, but he can't utter a peep. That's because he doesn't know how. This little critter here is Frog. I happen to know that Frog would love nothing more than to sing. And I want you to teach him how, Lyrebird. I want you to share your wonderful gifts with Frog and help him learn how to make his voice soar. Lyrebird knew better than to argue with the great creator spirit. So, that very day, he began teaching Frog how to sing. Repeat after me. La, 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 la. He continued his lessons the next day. La, 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 la. And the next. La 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 la. La 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 la. And the next. La 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 la. La 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 la. And before long. La 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 la. La 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 la. Frog was singing like a pro. La 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 la. La 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 la. Eventually, Lyrebird decided his pupil was ready to give his first recital. So Lyrebird invited the other animals to come meet Frog and hear him sing. The day of the concert, all the animals bustled over to the pond. Possum arrived first. Thanks for the invite, Lyrebird. Followed by Wallaby. Looking forward to a great show. Then Kookaburra. Can hardly wait. Then every other animal in the forest. But when Little Frog popped out of the water. Hiya, folks. The animals were skeptical. Um, what's going on, Lyrebird? This is your star student? 
He doesn't look very impressive. Come, come, friends. Lyrebird held up a reddish-brown wing. I didn't invite you here to look at him. I invited you here to listen. So they did. La, 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 la. And as they listened, it wasn't long before their jaws dropped open and their eyes opened wide. Because even though Frog was a very little creature, he had a very big voice. It was loud. It was clear. It was expressive. And when Frog's performance came to an end, the animals just sat there, transfixed, before breaking into a roaring round of applause. That was tremendous, Frog. Tremendous. Is there any sound you can't make? Your voice is extraordinary! As Frog took bow after bow, Lyrebird gazed at his star pupil and smiled. He did it! Frog learned how to sing. I hope he's proud of himself. Well, as Lyrebird would soon learn, Frog was proud of himself. So proud, in fact that his little green head was about to become a whole lot bigger. What do you think Frog will do now that he can sing? We'll find out what happens after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? It's a super fun way to support the public radio podcast you love and get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with special Circle Round Club swag, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, ad-free episodes, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Rebecca Shear. Welcome back to Circle Round. Today, our story is called Little Frog's Big Voice. Before the break, the great creator spirit asked Lyrebird to teach Frog how to sing. 
Lyrebird had a glorious singing voice. He could also imitate all the sounds of the forest. So Lyrebird taught Frog everything he knew. And when Frog gave his first recital, the other animals showered the small creature with praise. Once the animals went back home, Lyrebird walked up to Frog and gave his student a pat on the back. That was terrific, Frog. You sounded great. Uh, great? To Lyrebird's surprise, Frog scowled. I sounded great? No, Lyrebird. I sounded glorious, sensational, sublime. In fact, I have the most glorious, sensational, and sublime voice in the entire world! I bet I could make the moon tumble down from the sky just so it could hear me better. Lyrebird was shocked to see his humble little pupil acting so high and mighty. Okay, Frog, you're right. Your voice is spectacular. But look, I don't care how spectacular your voice is, there's no way you can bring the moon down to Earth. Oh, no? Frog hopped onto his favorite lily pad and puffed out his chest. Watch me! Then he took a deep breath and began la, la, to sing. He sang and he sang and he sang. But? Um, I don't see the moon getting any closer to Earth, Frog. Lyrebird was right. The moon hadn't even budged. It kept its place high in the sky, bathing the Earth with its shimmering glow. So the next night, Frog tried again. And yet... Sorry, Frog, but the moon isn't going anywhere. It's staying perfectly still. Indeed, the moon seemed to take absolutely no notice of Frog's singing. But now Frog was more determined than ever. So he sang to the moon the next night. And the next. And the next. Until finally... Frog, frog, are you okay? Well, as Lyrebird quickly discovered, his proud and ambitious little student was not okay. Because after singing at the top of his lungs night after night, Frog's voice had finally given out on him. Now when Frog opened his mouth, the only sound that came out was... a croak! Boy, so that's what it means when folks say they have a frog in their throats. So the next time you see the moon hanging in the night sky, and you're near a pond or a lake or a stream, 
Keep your eyes open and watch for Frog as he pops out of the water and hops onto his favorite lily pad. Then listen to him as he puffs out his chest and sings the only song he can. Now it's your turn. Just like Frog, when we accomplish something, there's a good chance we didn't do it alone. And unlike Frog, we should take time to acknowledge and thank the people who helped us find success. So think about a time you achieved something great with help from others. Maybe you scored the winning goal in a soccer game after a teammate dribbled the ball all the way down the field then kicked it your way. Perhaps you read a picture book all by yourself after a grown-up worked with you to sound out letters and words. Find a piece of paper and something to draw with. Then create a picture of you reaching success and include the individuals who helped you along the way. Share your picture with someone you like to have fun with, a family member, a friend, and if you'd like, share it with us. Ask your grown-up to post your picture on Instagram and tag at Podcast. This week's story, Little Frog's Big Voice, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Catherine Brewer. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has drawn a black and white illustration for every Circle Round story, and you can print them out and color them in. Ask a grown-up to visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on Soundtrack and Coloring Pages. Special thanks to this week's actors, Robert Fung, Precious Holloway, Eddie Hong, Dolores King-Williams, Alex Brightman, and Delon Burnside. Two-time Tony Award nominee Alex Brightman has graced Broadway stages in numerous shows, including Matilda the Musical, School of Rock the Musical, and Beetlejuice. Delon Burnside hosted the PBS documentary Prideland and stars in Pose on FX. He also released his new single, Silence, earlier this year. Our featured instrument this week was the didgeridoo. You can learn more about this wind instrument first played by Aboriginal peoples in Australia 40,000 years ago and find a link to a video on our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Never want to miss an episode of Circle Round? Why not subscribe? Grown-ups, you can find us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. And please leave us some stars, write us a review, or just tell your friends about the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. Hi, my name is Olivia. I live in Hong Kong. My favorite part of Circle Round podcast is Curious Boots. My favorite part is when Curious Boots chop down the vine, dig a hole, fill the hole with water. Hi, my name is Charlie from Newcastle, Australia, and my favorite story is The Money Tree. 
I like it how the big brother is living less comfortably because he kept lounging around while the mother and the little son kept doing his work. Hi, Amika. I am Newcastle Slidia and I like a fish string. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.